0: You're listening to a podcast from Burley Heads Church of Christ, from Burley Heads on the Gold Coast. But I just want to share for just a short couple of hours before we head out. Yeah, I've never said that joke before ever, so never, ever. Um, no, just just a moment. Um, I just want to tell you about the best gift I can recall ever getting. Um, and it was for my parents who are here. Um, it was one of the best gifts I got a Lego DeLorean last year, so yeah, there's some pretty high things, but one of the best gifts was, as a kid, I got this. (laughs) Obviously, looking at it, kids, you would know that's a a Sony CFM 140 uh, 3 radio cassette recorder, um, obviously, uh, which allows you to record on tape the radio to all your favourite songs, and... Um, it must, it also gets you to record your voice over the radio and so, so cool. Um, so thank you mum and dad, you're here so thank you for that. Um, I, just many hours, um, I don't know if they knew back then that I would like the sound of my own voice, um, I don't know but they picked it and so just thousands of hours of making songs and media and recording and recording songs and listening on a cassette tape which is kids is a thing before cds um which is a thing before ipods which is a thing before iphones which is a thing before the google thing that you talk to that plays on spotify so about seven things ago there was a thing called cassette and apparently there's something before that but um I don't know a rock or something. I don't know. Um, so three things, three ingredients. Thinking about this gift, there's three ingredients I thought about that makes for a good gift. And I just want—that's what I want to share this morning. Three things: the gift cost, the giver something. Now I'm not just talking about money. I know things are tight this time of year, so it's not all about money. But it cost time, energy. For my parents, it took them time to find that device. It did have a financial cost to it, but it actually cost them something. I had to go look for it, had to think about me. Makes for a good gift. The giver knows you. They knew you. Like I said, they might have predicted about that I would do a lot of talking or listening to myself back. And so they knew I loved media. So they knew that I would love this recorder. And the last one, it helps if the giver likes you. I like to think my mummy and dad love me, but it helps if they like you. The gift, that always is a good ingredient to receiving and knowing it's going to be a good gift. Would we all agree with that list? Good, (laughs) because I can't change it now. This is my Christmas Eve message, so I'm glad we all agree. And I was thinking this great list is a great way to think about God and what he has given us. Now, I don't know when I bring up that word God, I imagine there's a range of thinking and feeling. Some of you just came for a Christmas carol service, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll switch off now. I encourage you not to. Some of you get annoyed and angry because, I mean, some of the most painful things about the church is the church itself. Christians, we're broken. And so maybe being hurt by church or Christians, and for that, I'm sorry. And that could be bringing up some emotions. As you sit here, feel a bit uncomfortable. You notice the roof didn't cave in. Some of you you, you, you know you're here, this is Sunday morning, this is your Sunday morning space and so you feel close to God. Others of you might just sit and come to church but have never really felt a closeness. It's just something you've always done. In the room, there'd be a spectrum. There'd be a, a heap of different views and thoughts and I'm not here necessarily to debate you. Just a small invitation this morning. Even if you don't know God or doesn't think he exists, just a small invitation. You are welcome here. I wanted to talk because the world, we've been talking about these anti-Advent themes. We've been talking about what the world gives us. And so we can all agree on that. These are some of the things the world gives us. The Advent themes traditionally are hope, peace, joy and love. But I don't know about you, I don't think I have to convince you that the world loves to give a bit of complaining The love loves, especially Christmas, a good chance to compare with our neighbours. Compete. Instead of joy, it's always want something more, want something better, consuming. And instead of love, well, just go to any comment section on any social media ever and you'll know instead of love, the world loves to give criticism, doesn't it? I don't think I have to convince you that we're left at the end of 2023 saying, Do you know what? I don't know if I want what the world is offering. A bunch of complaining, comparing, consuming and criticism. I don't think I have to convince you. God tells us in John 14, 27, when it comes to the very first Christmas gift, he says he gives you something different. Peace I leave with you, he says. My peace I give you, I do not give to you as the world gives. He's saying, my peace is more than just a Kit Kat. My peace is more than just a Netflix binge. My peace is something that is different to what the world can offer. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. God doesn't give as the world gives. He wants to give you something a little different, a little deeper and maybe a little less shiny let's be honest a baby in a dirty manger slash could have been cave where animals are kept covered in animal stuff shepherds were not do you know what they tell kids they go you better study because you don't want to end up a shepherd that was a, that was the equivalent of whatever it is today i won't mention it because a lot of careers in the room and so um, but it was like you better study you better you better do well or you're going to be a shepherd shepherd was a low life so low lives, shepherds around their smelly, around this baby that's, let's be honest, born out of controversial, like there's a lot of rumours flying. She says it's God's. Essentially refugees, they're fleeing for their life at the same time. It is not a shiny picture despite some of the art you may see where Jesus somehow glows. But amongst the mess, the less shiny was the greatest gift. Humanity didn't even know they were asking for. And do you know how I know it's a good gift? Well, we all agreed on a list before. You see, this is why I know it's a good gift, because the giver has to give something. And God, not being the distant father, not staying and going, do you know what, maybe I'll start another universe, decided to give up that, humble himself and be born amongst us. Do you know this? We don't do a great job of the word love in modern society. Do you know how I know this? I love my kids. I'm proud of them today. I love my wife, but I also love a KFC burger box. (laughs) Different love, hopefully. Different feeling. The Greek has five words, and don't worry, I'm not going to go through the five words today, but there's love that's friendship. There's love that's erotic, love that's self-love, love that's flirty, and then there's a love that the Bible uses, agape. Everybody say Agape. It means gift love, sacrificial love, love that is given, that costs the giver something. That is how we know that God loves you. The second thing, the second in our criteria is the giver knows you. The Bible tells us in Luke that he knows the hairs on your head. What I mean deeper than that is he knows why you're created. He knows the purpose for your life. He knows you. And so he might not give you the gift you want every time, but he'll 100% give you the best gift that you need. He knows you. And then lastly, he doesn't just like you. This is really hard, I think, for even Christians, for people that have sat in church their whole life sometimes to take in. He loves you. He loves you. That loneliness that the world offers, that competition, that comparing, that you're never enough feeling, that comment from a teacher maybe a billion years ago that still rings in your head, he wants to take that and go, That's not who I created. I love you. And you'll be sitting there, Well, how do you know? Well, the baby grew up and he died for you to bring hope. To bring peace, to bring you a joy. when I say joy, I don't just mean a happy moment. I mean it is well with your soul type joy. So when someone else gets a better gift, you're still okay. When the neighbours pull up and some... Have you ever seen those ads where a husband gets a wife, a car? What marriage do they surprise their spouse with a car that they didn't know was coming? I don't know, I don't live in that type of household. Um, I'm happy to, Mez, but I don't know where to find the money to suddenly... Happy, I just decided, made a life decision to get a car. It's out in the driveway. Anyway, does that exist? Come and talk to me after. But that, imagine seeing the neighbours do that. It's still okay. Because you have that type of joy and peace that the world doesn't give, but Jesus does. So what we do here at Burley Church, is each week we remember that we are loved. Above all things, we remember we're loved, we remember that he knows us, and we remember that he sacrificed for us. And we do this thing where we take a bit of juice and a bit of bread. If you're unfamiliar with that this morning, you certainly don't have to, it's okay. Um, There's nothing magic about the juice. Pretty sure it's just from Audi. Um, But what it represents is body and blood given for us. That we are defined by this event. That we have hope. That we have peace. That we have joy. That we have love. No matter what you think about what I'm saying this morning, can I invite you to at least investigate it? I know you know what the world's offering. Is it really worth opening up anymore, right? Why don't you give Jesus a go this morning? I'm going to pray. We're going to turn on some lights. And the emblems are going to come out. Take it. If you want, don't take it. If you don't want it, that's totally fine. We'll take a bit of bread. And then like we're cheersing each other, we're going to drink together because we're all in the same boat and we're unified, not by this doll, (laughs) but what it represents by Jesus. Amen. Let me pray. Father God, I don't know where we stand this morning, whether that was our... Uh, whether that was our most unfavorable part of this carols. (laughs) I don't know. I do know, though, you are a good gift giver. I do know that you want to bring us something that the world can't provide, and you did, and you have changed lives for 2,000 years. You have freed addictions. You have changed identity. You have transformed people for 2,000 years, and you want to do it this Christmas afresh. So God, whether we're curious or whether we want to dig in deeper, I pray that 2024 can be a year of hope, peace, joy and agape love. In Jesus' name, Amen.